0: Another heavy metal day. No sleep till Castle Donington. Better have some vibes.
1: Can I pod with Madness?
0: And this
1: Welcome is, back.
0: Welcome back. This is a very special episode because what are we looking at?
1: We're looking at Metal Hammer today. How exciting.
0: Metal Hammer, the international hard rock and heavy metal magazine. Uh, this is a magazine from October the 10th, 1988.
1: Um, but first of all, I think we should inform people that we are on Instagram so that they can go and look at our pictures there because you are putting up pictures from the magazines in there. So if they want to see what we're talking about, head over there and have a look. Um, and it's at Pod with Madness.
0: Pod with Madness. At Instagram. Yeah, uh, the spectacular success of our first podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just in my head, saying who that is but in my head i'm my brain is wanting to say limmy because we watch a lot of limmy um limmy the scottish comedian who we both love um massively and we spend most of our uh spare time watching his stuff on twitch um so my brain was looking at lemmy and saying it's limmy it's limmy and i was just Having a bit of a brain melt. Oh,
0: what um, a world that would be with Lemmy was on the cover of Metal Hammer from 1988.
1: Um, but it is not, in fact, Lemmy. Unfortunately, it's, it's Motorhead, and it's, they are not sleeping in Paris. Apparently,
0: I, I mean, Lemmy's doing a kind of Darth Vader pose, isn't he? And it's like a uh, threat. Yeah, he is.
1: Yeah, it he is. He's going and his hair is almost Darth Vader helmet like. Yeah, and <laughs> he's Darth Vader. Now. Well, there's
0: your mashup. There's your Motorhead vader mashup also on the cover we got in their own words bad company we've got deep purple exclusive tour shots we've got king diamond drum special with rick allen and uriah Heep, and a fantastic 12 page bon jovi fan mag
1: wait when is this from
0: this is from october the 10th 1988
1: so we're coming up to halloween just set the scene of it Come <laughs> coming up to halloween
0: do you know what right before we, people
1: have probably got Halloween decorations out. Actually, it was the 80s. People didn't do that. You were,
0: did not have Halloween decorations. You wore a bin
1: bag out on the day itself and nothing happened before yeah. or after that. Yeah. So it wasn't like it
0: is now. I think maybe if you were at school, you might draw some bats or something.
1: Maybe, but not on the,
0: this cut. The week like before. This, yeah, the yeah, day we're, before. We're way off Halloween. Forget it.
1: If it was American, we'd be thinking of Halloween.
0: Right. I bought Halloween special okay. branding for this episode. Okay. Uh, before we dig into the mag, do you want to look at the charts? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've, How much is the magazine, by the way? Uh, because Krang's 90p.
0: Yeah, this is £1.40. But I think this is bi-weekly. It's expensive. Which is also one of the reasons we haven't got as many metal hammers. Because they're so expensive? Well, because one it didn't, didn't come out as often.
1: And it's £1.40.
0: And it's international. So The charts, this okay. is for the 9th of October. So number ten, Phil Collins Groovy Kind of Love. Nice. Uh do you like his that song? best hit. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's a cover version. It's all right. Uh Jason I'm not num- stupid. Number nine, Jason Donovan, nothing can divide us.
1: That well, that's brilliant. We know that. That's brilliant.
0: Um how would you differentiate that from the other Jason Donovan hits?
1: I think that's his best. Is it? Yeah. It's the um Do I mean that? Yes, I do mean that, yeah. No, I think it's his best.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, Big words. <laughs> uh, number eight, We Papa girl Rappers, We Rule. Do you remember that song?
1: No. Sing it.
0: I don't. I can't oh. sing it. Uh, Erasure, A Little Respect, to number seven. Nice. Um, number six, no, another Stock Aiken and Waterman act. Rick Astley, She Wants to Dance With Me.
1: I don't really I mean, know <laughs> The uh, highest place Saw so song. What?
0: Stock Aiken oh,
1: and Oh, my God. I was thinking Saw, the
0: franchise. Um weird yeah it's it's quite similar to never going to give you up right uh number five the hollies he ain't heavy he's my brother which is uh-huh. like a re-release i guess because that's from the 60s uh number four womack and womack teardrops.
1: The hollies,
0: but go on you seen the hollies yeah mm-hmm. um, did they did they sing that song
1: i think i can't remember
0: they would have done Probably. that's like the yeah, biggest
1: well, I, yeah
0: uh womack and womack Teardrops. Three, Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Nice.
1: I've talked about that song today. Yeah.
0: It's the only Bobby McFerrin hit you need to worry about. Um, number two is "You 2 Desire. Okay. Do you like that song? It's all right. Yeah, no, I like that. Off Rattle and Hum. Can you guess what's number one?
2: Mm, Kylie?
0: No. Whitney Houston, oh, nice. One Moment in Time, it's the official anthem uh-huh. for the 1988 Olympic Games. Nice. That's a big song for a big voice.
1: It's it's a good song.
0: All right, but never mind that shit. Yep. We're talking about the parallel universe of heavy metal and hard rock. Can you read the music paper?
1: From the back and through the front. It's it, a it quality magazine, isn't it, compared to crying? The pages are thick.
0: Well... You know, you can get you're getting what you pay for here. It's bi, bi- weekly. Um, I think it might have been monthly at one point. So, inside front cover, you've got a band that I've never heard of. And I would pronounce this as Craft.
1: Well, that's because you're <laughs> from that neck of the woods. I'm from the no, shire. no one else would ever pronounce anything like that. Right. Um, well,
0: it's C R A A F T. Craft. I mean, the thing I like, I mean, there's a lot to dig into here. The little little liner is hard rock at its best. That's not hard rock, that's hard rock. Hard rock. One word. At its best. And then how would you describe this cover? They're, the band are set up and playing in a sort of pink The
1: lead singer room. looks like Lars Ulrich. Yeah. And he's got leather trousers on. He's and
0: got
2: short in, hair.
1: Like, it's a girl's bedroom, isn't it? A, uh, I mean, it's, it's a girl's bedroom but in a hotel because there's a sofa and a little side table, so but there's also a bed that's a bed in that. Well, the it?
0: album's called Second Honeymoon.": Oh Are oh, they, it's a, are, it's are they honeymoon all suite. married to her?:
1: sweet them. Um, like
0: what's, what is going on? Because <laughs> these guys are pulling rock faces and, and rocking out, And she seems to be in bed reading a newspaper or something. looking oh. bored. Well,
1: that's because they're not paying her any attention.
0: Right. Well, craft. let's move on from craft. Uh, so there's an editorial and it's a really, really long editorial about bottling off bands at festivals and how it's uncouth and doesn't deserve a place in the world of rock. And basically Chris Welsh is writing this and
1: throwing bottles at people
0: is yeah. that what about. Okay. I mean, I'll be able to tell where to edit it look at the waveform. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, the editorial is saying someone's come up to me. It's true, they're planning to bottle Bonnie Tyler off at Reading Festival.
1: Well, nothing's changed because when um, the Leeds Festival was on, who are those girls who sing Ooster Q?
0: Daphne and Celeste.
1: Daphne and Celeste. People threw bottles of piss at them. (laughs) Um which is not funny, it's
0: not big and it's not clever. No. Yeah. Right. I mean who's got um, bottles of piss? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's just unpleasant to carry around it, with you. I mean yeah, I realize they're doing it there. What I'm saying is we've
1: not learned anything. There's a there's a cat causing absolute chaos in this room at the moment. There's some there's a shelf on the wall with some miniatures on because, the reason we
0: put those shelves up is so. He's this cool.
1: And um she's <laughs> she's she's reaching up. And she's um, grabbing the miniatures and pulling them off the shelf. And now she's being distracted by a laser pen.
0: I mean, this is...
1: This is I mean, metal. This is, our, this is our home life. This is
0: metal. Okay. So we're going to move on from the editorial. Okay. Uh, so news page. News is rendered in a nice uh, metallic yeah. chrome.
1: Looks like it's been embossed in mm-hmm.
0: metal. Pretty cool. I
1: can uh,
0: so wheels of steel prize winners, the draw for the prizes in the metal hammer and MTV's wheels of steel competition took place MTV studio on 8th of September during, during a recording of MTV's metal hammer show. Lemmy and Wurzel from Motorhead pulled the postcards out of a glamorous MTV waste paper bin. Uh, and the winner Edward Collier of Hull would soon be the proud owner of a fabulous Kawasaki LTD 450. Uh, so yeah, you've got a lovely picture of uh, Lemmy and Wurzel. You don't really seem too bothered. And a guy on a motorbike who's absolutely thrilled to be there. I mean, the, the guy who's won, he look like he looks like a proper who's guy from won? a band. I mean the I one you, on the bike is the one who's won. Yeah, he looks like a real guy. Like he a does, yeah. like a metal guy. Uh so you know, well done to Ed Collier.
1: Well done.
0: Uh, there's a bunch of other stories about various rock acts but the one i pulled out was our first mention of marillion on these podcasts I'm uh exciting. fish in stormy waters marillion have made the shock announcement that singer fish has left the band uh so do you remember where you were when fish left marillion
1: yeah like it was it was dark it was a dark time
0: it was a dark time for me because i was just getting into music Merillion were my favourite band. I I was a very emotional 16-year-old and, uh, yeah, I I was not happy that uh, Fish had left Merillion. So there you go. I mean, mean, more to come in these magazines because we cover the entire saga of uh, Fish leaving Merillion over the course of 1988, I believe. So next page we've got um, Deep Purple's European Tour 1988. I've read the article, and it's mostly about how they don't really like each other and they don't really get on, but yeah. they just drink to get through it. That's, that's Relatable. Basically, what the situation is. Can't stand you. Uh, Richie Blackmore is impossible to get along with. So, you yeah, know, they're all just grinning and bearing it and uh, same, busting out smoke on the water eight million times. Drinking whites in Pandel
1: <laughs> just to get through it. Do you think. Box of whites in Pandel? £12 pounds from Sainsbury's, maybe £13, pounds, but it's three bottles. so It's worth it. A little tap on the side. Dr. a good
0: Squeezing the bag when you're done? Squeezing the bag. Uh, the next page.
1: The wine bag.
0: <laughs> is Uri Heap in the interview with Mick Box. Now, I like, there's two things I like about Uri Heap. One is Mick Box is always smiling. He's the happiest man I've ever seen. There he is. He does look really And the second thing is their song, The Wizard. And I think all bands should have a song about a wizard.
2: So spoke the wizard in his mountain home. The vision of his wisdom means we'll never be alone.
0: But the quote I pulled out of this uh, article was. Um, what did you think of the meatloaf walkout at Reading? Oh, so they're all talking about this as if everyone knows about it. And going back to the editorial, he was get he was getting bottled off at Reading, and he just left the stage. And, meatloaf did, yeah.
1: Well, of course you would.
0: I mean, so meant to stick around and get a bottle to the head. Well,
1: no, what no. most most you, people well,
0: tough it
1: out. Oh. No way, no, you don't have to tough that shit out. I think
0: that's the attitude most people have got is no, you have to put up with it. It's what happens. You'd have to put up with that,
1: not your meatloaf. You walk off.
0: I mean, it's fair. Walk off. I mean, you should have got a motorbike off, shouldn't he? You should. Uh, So the next article we've got is about Motorhead.
1: (laughs) Very Motorhead heavy today. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, they're sort of dependable stalwarts of the uh, metal scene, aren't they? And they're talking to him about um, being an elder statesman. Um, and they're talking about how old he is. <laughs> oh, God. And I looked it up and he was 43 at this point. Oh,
1: okay. Old.
0: Technically I mean, old. He always sort of looked grizzled, didn't he?
1: Um. Yeah. How old is he in uh,
0: Young Ones? Uh, well, that would have been a couple of years before this, so like 39 kind of age. Um,
1: well, you know.
0: That's our, our generation's touchpoint for Motorhead is that young ones, young isn't ones. it?
1: I was going to say, you should bring up the young ones who were talking about motorheads.
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen Eat the Rich? No. It's a comic strip movie that's got Lemmy in it. I'm not sure how much he's in it. But Moathead did the theme song, Eat the Rich. And this is before Aerosmith did a song called Eat the Rich. Come on,
2: baby, eat the rich. Put the bite on the side of the of bitch. Don't listen, don't you give me
1: no switch. Come on, baby, eat the rich. A cat on the field again. It's. The yeah. cat is disrupting play.
0: So she's been fed.
1: She's being fed, she just wants attention. She just wants
0: a little bit of attention.
1: Heavy breathing down the microphones, like a pervert.
0: All right. So would you like to read some letters? Um, We're on the letters page. Yeah. All right, I'm going to hand. Oh, okay. You go for it. All oh, right, okay. Because I want a drink.
1: Oh, I'm, Well, I'm instantly drawn to dickhead drama. What kind of dickhead is Raymond Windsor? He's extremely concerned at the obsessional use of satan- Satanism. It's not a word I say often. Death, violence, in heavy metal lyrics, issue 17, if you're interested. But these subjects are only used as images. and Nobody takes them seriously. Slayer and many other bands sing about serious problems that are affecting our world, like raining blood. <laughs> okay, Slayer used to be into death, but... That was a long time ago. Uh, look at the new album, Silent Scream, which is about, oh, awkward. It's about abortion, a very important subject, right? And, I'd rather oh, they and talked
0: about Satan.
1: I, I, I think, yeah, we should be talking about abortion in a Metal Hammer magazine. Um, keep it light. Yeah, keep, keep it fun, guys. Um, yeah, so thanks for making me read that out. Um let me see, let me see, let me see. Great guns. Can you guys tell me the LA Guns mailing address? Because I want to write to Kelly Nichols, the greatest bass player since Gene Simmons, on the subject of KISS. Like, right, that beginning bit is literally just he, he's asking for an address. On the subject of KISS, when are you guys going to do a KISS poster? I've been waiting over two years. Finally,
2: KISS frax.
1: What? I feel like I'm going mad sometimes when I'm reading these things. Want to what are facts? Facts. No facts. F R A K
2: S. What are facts? Oh, fucking rocks?
1: Oh god. We're so out of touch. Uh, want to trade stuff. Drop me a line. <laughs> and his name is Peter Space Ace Sim.
0: Does he mean freaks? Are they misspelled freaks?
1: No. Um, it's probably something in Weedstone Sand.
0: I mean, there's, the past is a different kind. Okay, but
1: if you have the same issue, um, the LA Guns Fan Club can be contacted care of Let It Rock Management, 7714 Melrose Avenue, Los Angeles, um, 90046,
0: USA. Give them a call.
1: So. Get your letters to the second best bassist. Um, yep. There you go.
0: I mean, do you think Gene Simmons is the best bassist?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it sounds horrible, but I, I've never rated my bassist. But so if I was going to pick one, yeah. You
0: want one that spits blood and f- I... flies?
1: You know we're big fans of Kiss here in the Canapodin Madness household. Um, we've seen Kiss live, and if you haven't seen Kiss live, hurry up because it's the last <laughs> tour. Um, <laughs> lols, um, but, in all seri- but in all seriousness, do because you know Um it is good. They were good. Well, they're amazing. Obviously, it's Kiss oh dead air <laughs> oh kiss, kiss amazing like, you, you everyone knows kiss are you, amazing. you couldn't see that then but there was a tumbleweed that went over the desk um yeah god i mean talk about dropping something <laughs> that you would think is obvious in it going down like a sack of shit you agree with me you you frack <laughs>
0: i didn't know you wanted me to respond to that i thought you were just saying that to the you know to they gallery. can't
1: respond to me someone respond to me <laughs> for the love of god what are these clowns kiss you don't know who
0: kisses no never heard of them they look like
1: idiots to me no 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 dude these are four of the smartest guys who ever lived they're these jewish guys that grew up in new york and they put on guitars and makeup to get girls and all their songs are about fucking I'm listening.
0: Seriously, this song is called Love Gun and it's about Paul Stanley's dick. Now, this girl's gonna get some of his dick.
1: Cool. I didn't know Jews could sing like that.
0: No,
2: no, they couldn't at the time. That's why they had to dress like clowns.
0: <laughs> uh, on the next page, we've got Rock on the Air. Yeah. So, um.
1: Confusing because it's on paper, but yeah.
0: So these are like local radio stations playing uh, with, that have got a rock show, I guess. Peniston FM. Uh, I get, there isn't a Peniston FM. There's Piccadilly Radio in Manchester. If
1: There's... you're in the area that can pick up Peniston FM, I highly recommend it. And you're pretending like you're going to do this thing where you pretend you're too cool. But you know you like it as much no, as Penn... I do. No, I like Peniston. Peniston's um, a random, we don't live in Peniston or anywhere near, but... We can pick up Penistone FM, and it plays um, an amazing mix of music. So check it out. Well, they're
0: they not, um, not playlist. It's not programmed. It's not like every other local station. It's, it's literally guys going in and just playing whatever records whatever got, they got. Yeah, it? which is more interesting.
1: It's the radio version of this. <laughs> no one asked for it, but you got it anyway.
0: Yeah, but they sometimes do dramatic uh, plays, don't they?
1: <laughs> they, Which, they they do.
0: So obviously, you know, we might actually start doing that.
1: We could do good branch out. Speaking of, we were going to. Um, we're obviously re- look, reviewing is such a. It's it's not accurate. We're looking at Kerrang and Metal Hammer, but in future episodes, what we wanted to do was also branch out possibly onto. Different types of things that we're watching and we'll give our unnecessary opinions on. Um, Do you want to give some examples of the type of things we might be looking at?
0: Yeah, well, initially we were thinking of stuff from around this period. So there's the famous Arena Heavy Metal show from 1989. Um, There's uh, other stuff like uh, Top 10 Stadium Rock from Channel 4, which I think is. Top
1: 10 Stadium Rock's amazing. Yeah,
0: I feel like that's a recent show, but it's probably from about 20 years ago, isn't it? It
1: was when we were beginning to date, so that was probably about twenty years ago. Oh I bet it's about twenty years ago.
0: I mean you've you've <laughs> let people know that we're dating
1: Oh we have that we're a par- oh, we're a, we're a couple. We're
0: a couple. We're, we're partnership, I was gonna say. We're a partnership. Uh so yeah there's gonna be a few things that we're gonna dig into other than magazines because I think some are the some of these may end up being a bit samey, but you yeah. know, we'll just see what we've got and you know, I mean you don't have but to stay- listen. To-
1: yeah. But we would like you to uh, listen if you would, and if you've got any suggestions of anything you would like us to watch, um, we would love to hear it. But we were thinking as well there is a um, glam rock episode of Quantum Leap, and everyone likes Quantum Leap. So if you're thinking, no, I don't, yeah, you do. If you sit down and watch it, you do. If you're 20 or something, you've probably never heard of it. But even if then, if you if you sat down and watched it now, you would enjoy it. It's it's.
0: Yeah, and the glam rock episode is a particular uh, hotspot, isn't it? Yeah. Or high point,
2: I should say. So back to Metal Hammer. So
0: there's Manchester, Reading, Glasgow, Stoke-on-Trent and Scottish borders to North Yorkshire. I don't suppose you would have been able to tune into any of these.
1: No, I used to listen to Atlantic 252.
0: Right? Did they have a rock show? Oh, God, no. Did they play any rock music at all ever?
1: No, it was just the radio station that you listened to then.
0: Around about this time in in eighty eight, that sort of time when I was first getting into music, there was a rock show on Seven Sound in Gloucester, and I think at some point the guy that did that show transferred over to BBC Radio Gloucester, and I can't for for me think of what his name was or the name of his show, but like. To go along with uh, Tommy Vance's Friday Rock Show, that was like the only rock music I was being exposed to.
1: Uh, what year was this? Sorry again. 88.
0: 88.
1: Caught me in a dirty, rotten lie because Atlanta 252 wasn't sound until 89. Oh, okay. So
0: you, you yeah. were just listening to silence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, potentially, I might have been dabbling in the Donovan. Um, of, of the Jason variety. Um, yeah, so 89 it started. Um, so, and it was Irish. Last, it last aired in t- 2002. Oh, my God. Atlantic 252. I once rang them up and asked for um, Boom, Shake the Room. And um, they they asked me to ask for... No, I... I said, boom, boom, shake the room because I didn't know what it was called. Um, and I think they played it. And I once rang a radio station asking for something else. I can't remember what it was. But two seconds before me going on air, they said, ask for, and I think they said, Maloko or something. Yeah. And I didn't understand the words that had come out of this person's mouth because I hadn't heard of that song or what he just said. So I just saw really awkwardly. I think, tried to power back what he'd just said at me, and God knows what, and it would just sound, and even when he came back, he sort of went, thanks. And at the end of the call, like, I'd really, really ruined that section of his station, but he, it was that was horrible, he put me on the spot. It wasn't what I was ringing that's, for. That's so not a way to is, serve your
0: audience, is this it? This is
1: the, um, behind the, the, behind the uh, the old curtain. Yeah. So when when these people ring it, they're just better at it than I was.
0: So wait a minute, what channel was this? No idea. Station, I should say.
1: I once I once rang a radio station, asked them to play Rockin' Robin by Jackson Five and it was a radio station that played like dance music or something. <laughs> and they were like, yo, we don't play that kind of stuff. And that was the end of that
0: conversation. So This wasn't on the air.
1: No, that wasn't on the air. That was just behind the scenes where they were heavily rolling their eyes at me and wondering what I was doing with my life.
0: Um, talking of rockin' robin, have you got a recommendation for our listeners?
1: Yes, I have. Um, I'll find out what it's called because it's a it's a mashup. Um, go on to YouTube's. Oh God, Grandma!
0: I think most people <laughs> know how to find music, oh, and it usually involves YouTube. God.
1: I'll just curl up in a ball and die. Right, it's on. I've got a um a playlist that is private. Don't look. It's for good mental health. It's songs that you know you listen to and um. You, you you can't be sad.
0: You could run down the entire list if you want.
1: Shall I? Yeah. Some of it's embarrassing, so I'll, I'll miss some. But I've, one of the songs oh, on there that? is um, it's a mashup between Nirvana and the Jackson Five, and it's. Oh, 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 oh. One of my other songs on there is Lim- Limmy because we are obsessed with Limmy. And he um, it's a Margaret Thatcher tribute. I can't really explain it, so if you're on YouTube, check out Limmy's Margaret Thatcher tribute. We'll put a um, link in the show
0: notes, from, that's what you said. From saying.
1: nine years ago, and its you can't be sad when you watch that. And then I've got um, Motley Coo the Dirt, just because it's a good song, um, and Devil Gate Drive. By Susie Cocho because you know, like, if you're going to have a bad day, she'd be like, "No, you're not, right?" And then you know, and then I've got <laughs> a Miley Cyrus song on there because, again, you know, you need this um, these strong female characters in your life if you're going to get through um, in the patriarchal system that we are living in.
0: So there you go, feminists. There's, okay, <laughs> there's your content for today. Uh,
1: and then I've got. Um, Nappy Roots, Good Day. It's a good song. Keep keeps you lifted, <laughs> and then it goes a bit weird. Um, USA for Africa, We Are the World. Again, it's just it's a good song. You, these are songs that you just can't be sad. Uh, Curtis Mayfield and The Impressions, um, It's All Right. Oh, that's an advert for YouTube. Get off that. Uh, next song is Leon Bridges, Twisting and Grooving. That's a really good song. Um, he is a, a modern singer. He is from uh, this era, not not the eighties. He probably wasn't even born in the eighties. But check that out because it's a good song. And then Clout Substitute. Uh, then Still Panther Party All Day. Um, Sammy Hagar, I Can't Drive Fifty Five is on there because you know. And then it sort of goes a bit off piece because sometimes I I add songs on and add it to the wrong playlist by mistake, so <laughs> that they get added on. Um,
0: so is this for bad mental health? This one?
1: No, not necessarily. But one of them's uh, an episode of Bad Influence from the nineties, <laughs> which I've, I accidentally added <laughs> on to good my good mental health um, playlist when I, I actually meant to add that onto my bad influence playlist. If
0: we run out um, of karangs, we can always. Shift to reviewing old Bad Influence episodes. Yeah,
1: uh, we could do. Um, I w- I was on an episode of Bad Influence, which is um, which is why I created that playlist. Um, but yeah, so there you go. So if you're um, if you're struggling with your mental health, make a little playlist on YouTube. Add on the songs that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, and it doesn't matter if it's Limmy's Margaret Thatcher tribute. If it makes you happy, add it on there. Right um Okay.
0: There you go. Some thanks. top tips there.
1: Thanks. Yeah. Thank, thanks for that. Yeah. Well, it's important to look after your mental health. It is.
0: Yeah. And music helps. And if, yeah, Limmy <laughs> dancing shirtless <laughs> to pitbull <laughs> To put yeah. Doing a loving tribute to uh, Margaret Thatcher when she died.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I think it was on the day that she died. Yeah. Yeah. We're not saying anything about anything. We're just saying that we like his video. Yeah.
0: Just read between the lines. <laughs> Okay, so one of our cover stars, this, yeah. if you remember that we were did start talking about Matterhammer at some, do you know King Diamond? Are you aware of King Diamond?
1: I'm aware, but other than being aware, no, right. not really.
0: So, like, I'm quite interested, um, one one of the guitarists is called Andy LaRock, which is a good name for a guitarist, and then the other one is called Pete Black. Ooh. Two Ks. Pete Lometal. So King Diamond, he's got a kind of, you know, kiss, Alice Cooper, Arthur Brown vibe. But if you're going to have, like, a fully face-painted, you know, makeup look, is it a wise move to still have facial hair? Because he's had to paint around his moustache, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, why has he done that? Didn't want to brush it out of his moustache later.
0: This, this is a great article because, basically, they've gone to speak to King Diamond and he's lost his voice so he can't answer any of their questions. Yeah. So they've asked him, uh, is them selling better than Abigail? And his answer is a picture where he's sort of smiling in an evil way and doing thumbs up. Yeah. They've asked, how are you? And he's...
1: Oh, well... That's a conflicting image because you've got sort of thumbs half down, sort of in the middle, not, not right down. I think that's his thumbs down. Yeah. But it's not very good thumbs down. It's so a bit like three, two, one. If someone was to ask, that's a middle thumbs down. And
0: he's sticking his thumb out is is out out a, a triumphant a... manner, isn't he? Yeah, he looks he looks all right. Looks quite happy. No talking then. How about a fag?
2: I don't think he smokes. He doesn't smoke. Oh no. Uh
0: when can the tour continue? <laughs>
1: Um, that's a I don't know.
0: Can you give us details of your new show? No,
1: absolutely not. He's got that, is, back that, off. that is like a don't you try and spoiler this.
0: Are you looking forward to going back to Europe? Say yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah he yeah. looks really excited.
0: Yeah. I mean, we will post these pictures because it's fantastic. I
1: mean, he's he looks like he's in like a really crap hotel room next to a crap lamp. But um, <laughs> oh, he's in a
0: hotel room. Yeah. Yeah, they're on tour. There's
1: flowery curtains, an air conditioning unit, and a, like a, a normal, like a really basic house. Oh, no, it's a wall lamp. Okay, take it back. It's a good hotel wall lamp.
0: So I listened to a bit of King Diamond, and uh, they've got a song called Welcome Home, which is from the album Them. All his albums are concept albums. Um, so, yeah. And I'd like to read you some of the YouTube comments on uh, Welcome Home. Okay. So so what the, the song is about, he's bringing his grandma home from a retirement home to Aww. live with them, but she's mentally ill and Aww. I think haunted. Um, so someone said, they should play this at retirement homes, so polite and motivating. <laughs> <laughs> My grandmother loves this song. She's been dead for 30 years and she still listens to it at least three times a day. King Diamond's voice to me is like coffee. The first few times I tried it, I absolutely hated it. But now I can't live without it. I love how the rest of the band looks like normal heavy metal guys, and then you have King Diamond doing his thing. Easily the most brutal <laughs> song about a senior citizen in a chair ever.
1: Have you listened to the song? Yeah. Is it good?
0: Well, let's let's just have a little bit of it. They play this in Clerks too. Okay. Um, so you may have heard it before. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah i don't I don't hate it.
0: My wife and I are going to be first- time grandparents soon. I'm going to sing this song to her when she gets <laughs> home from work every day forever. <laughs> so yeah, no there's some. Um, Sweet. Nice. Not too many people can say their grandma was in a King Diamond video. One of the best metal singers of all time. Mickey Mm. D is an underrated drummer. So there you go. There you go. Okay, so before we leave uh, King Diamond, I just wanted to read two last comments. Okay. Um, My neighbours love this song so much. They threw a rock through my window (laughs) to hear it better. Uh, Wanted to help grandma out the chair is enough proof to me. The king is the consummate gentleman. Thank the dark lord that the southern hospilla- hospitality is still alive and kicking. I think he's here, so I don't know about <laughs> southern hospitality.
1: I think if anyone's polite, they're uh, from the south. <laughs> You're polite.
0: So, the next Man. uh, article we got is about little angels. Nice. Uh, you like little angels?
1: I do like little angels. And um, speak. you um, introduced me to them, yeah. That's the end of that story.
0: Fun. <laughs> They're the first. Join band, us
1: next time.
0: First band I ever saw live. Really? Yeah. Supporting Marillion. Um, yeah, have no. We, I, have we seen them? We have seen them. Yeah, we, we saw have. them a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I think you are being generous there. What? It was probably about ten years ago. Well, no, it was pre-COVID. Right. It wasn't, right. That, it wasn't but that long. You do know, pre-COVID, COVID now is actually, over three years ago. It's
0: actually a while back now. I don't know where I am anymore
1: wow time
0: eh um so this is little angels when they first getting started and it mentions that they were playing gigs in schools <laughs> they were like they played a, a gig at their old school and like a couple of others
1: do you know and, who we had in our school who let loose <laughs> That's all right. Like, d- we got a pencil with a let loose on it. And even at the time I thought I don't care about this. And I was young enough that I should have cared. So what that- year was Let Loose? Crazy. Crazy for you. Crazy for you. It was nineties, obviously,
0: because um, it was it's on So was that song out? Um or...
1: I think it was about it was before their fame. So we um were literally like, Who are these guys? Like no one knows. Why have you suddenly brought us all into an assembly to have these guys singing a song for us? With Like, no one tells you anything before. No one says, look, this is weird, but, you know, these people are going to It's a band. They're going to sing to you. They just bring you into an assembly, let loose, sing at you, give you a pencil with let loose on, and then you just go about the rest of your day and none of it makes sense. And some slightly traumatised. It would have been good if it was...
0: Once it was released, but it wasn't, so we didn't know who they were. Uh, right, so it's saying here it was released in April 1993, but it wasn't a hit until 1994. <laughs> okay. so yeah, I think they released. I think they were just touring the schools. They, of were, t- they were
1: touring the schools um, and giving out pencils.
0: Did you see? I think else? I
1: gave my pencil away that day. I was that. I mean, no offense to them, because it, it's a good. It's 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 a, it's no okay case song. It's fine. It's good nice they're nice people i'm sure they were aiming at right? like
0: boy but, band market weren't they
1: but i think you've got to explain to kids what's happening more i mean actually if you took me into assembly now and made let loose singing me i'd still be confused but i think you just
0: <laughs> I think so would they
1: the pencil though it's the pencil that confuses me
0: um do you know who we had play at our school?
1: Let loose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nobody. we wouldn't have anyone.
1: Oh, you can have but look. No offense. I'm not here to badmouth perfectly nice trio.
2: I don't even know how many there are. Should, should we look them up? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, there were three of them. Okay. Richie Wormeling, <laughs> Rob Jeffrey, and Lee J. Murray. Um, um, so we've made it all the way to the Bon Jovi fan magazine. Wow. So what are your feelings about Bon Jovi?
1: Everyone likes Bon Jovi. And if, you, if you're pretending you're too cool, everyone likes bad medicine.
0: I, I didn't like Bon Jovi at the time.
1: I was singing to Living on a Prayer on the Way into Work, and it's not one I would ever put on if I was on the YouTubes looking for my musics. Um, but when it's on the radio, it's enjoyable. And Bad Medicine, I would go searching for.
0: Bad Medicine's alright. Uh, I think their best song is the one about seeing a million faces and rocking them all. But like you're at wrong, the time, okay. they just smiled too much. They were too smiley. Yeah, but they looked you're... too pleased with themselves.
1: Yeah, but you're seeing it from a angst team wow wow i hate the world fuck you mum and dad 100%. attitude yeah. yeah but get over
0: it yeah no that's fine um i learned in this uh, article that uh, john bon jovi's dad uh is a barber or hairdresser and he would he would cut <laughs> Good, thanks for clarifying. he would cut john bon jovi's hair as a punishment when oh, he was growing up, that's
1: horrible. Uh,
0: but now he still cuts his hair occasionally and colours it. <laughs> so there you go. Of course. Um, so there's lots of facts about Bon Jovi. Oh, there's a poster. Yeah, there's a poster. I don't know if we're going to put that up. So um, good. Job. There's like profiles on each member of the band. So who's your favourite member of Bon Jovi? Oh, come off it. Is it John Bon Jovi? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. I want to
1: see his hobbies and pets and, right, hobbies, pets and food. Just do you eat food? Is I think the question. Buying furniture, I can get behind that. Uh, Mel. A dog called Scruffy, McDonald's hamburgers. Mm.
2: So, favorite
1: drink, um, read his favorite drink. Oh, right, his favorite drinks. Oh, I don't know. Do I have to? His favorite drink is a muff diver. Oh, oh Bon. Uh, a cocktail mixed at Sam's, the new local bar, new new drink, Uh consisting of vodka, peach snaps and cranberry juice.
0: Right, that's a woo-woo.
1: That is, uh, yeah, but if you call it a muff diver, it means a men can drink right.
0: it. R- Richie Sambora's <laughs> favourite drink. Muff,
1: muff diver. diver. Oh.
0: Tico Torres, uh, liquids. Liquids. Uh, Alec, Alec John. Muff uh, so, Muff Are they Diver.
1: being sponsored by this bar David in... David Bryan
0: Muff Diver? I looked up Muff Diver and it is not it is not this.
1: Can you look up and see whether the Sams bar in New Jersey still exists and then whether they still sell the Muff Diver? And if so, how much is it? And then how much is a plane ticket over to New Jersey? I'm, I'm just
0: so I'm, I think I bet there's a million Sams bars in New New Jersey. Sam's bar and grill? Uh
1: Sam's probably bar and grill, yeah.
0: Ringwood.
2: I mean, um, it's a Facebook page. One point seven thousand followers.
1: More than we've got.
0: Right. Yeah. Yep. So they are describing a woo woo. Then, and I looked up a muff diver. I bet you did. And it's more. It's sh- more like um, a sort of glutinous. Oh, milky. oh! Stop it. It is, it is meant to be. But that's that's what it is. So I don't know what they're doing. Oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> Stop your mouth, you filthy mouth!
0: <laughs> you want me to cut? You want me it's to cut not today,
1: out? Not today, Satan.
0: <laughs> okay, so moving on.
1: Moving on to Bon Jovi discography. Okay, and then moving on again.
0: Yeah, there's a, some articles at like Zediego and Sacred Reich. Are you mm. interested in any of those? No, I'm not. Not interested. But okay, I'm interested. In More what's interested. Next page, Aerosmith Classic Tracks. Nice. So they've talked to Steve, Tyler, Joe Perry and Tom Hamilton about some of the best, or some of their favourite Aerosmith songs. So okay. I'm going to read you, I mean, I'm not going to read the entire two pages, but you choose one of these, okay? So yeah. there's Dream On, Walk This Way, no, no, Come Together, no, I'm Down,
2: no.
0: Sweet Emotion, <laughs> Train Kepper Rolling, mm-hmm. Uncle Salty, oh,
2: Back I'm in the Saddle, God.
0: or Same Old Song and Dance. Because I know most Aerosmith songs you're thinking of haven't been released yet.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, this is pre-Pump. I think this is Permanent Vacation era.
1: Well, I'd go with Uncle Salty because... um, Yeah, I just went through a phase of listening to Permanent Vacation a lot and... It's a... Uncle Salty told me...
0: This is on Toys in the Attic, isn't it, this one? Um... Tom Hamilton. It was one that if I didn't come up with that advice. Sure? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's like the one Aerosmith well that and hump are the two Aerosmith arms I have. Um so Tom Hamilton Call is saying an
1: Aerosmith
0: fan. What?
1: Call myself an Aerosmith fan.
0: You don't need to know what everything's on.
1: I, I need to get my wings, rip them off my chest and throw them on your desk and walk out and go, I don't deserve to wear these wings. God damn
0: it. You're too good. Maybe too good. I can't even quote. In top You're of. good. Maybe too good. You two I mean, characters I are going to
1: You've gone to Air Force
0: One. Right. So Tom <laughs> Hamilton. Sorry. It was one that if I didn't come up with that in high school, I came up with it within the first year the band was together. Then we didn't use it till the third album. That's typical with me i come up with a musical idea and be very reluctant to show it to people. I guess it's just inhibitions that I've got to work on. But I mean, he's—he's like he's going through therapy. <laughs> uh, that's not terribly interesting. Do you want to talk about one of these other songs?
1: Um, well, I can't believe I got the album wrong. Doesn't matter. It does matter. Well, <laughs> what's on
2: permanent vacation? Okay, let's have a look at that.
1: Yeah, um, like
2: rag dolls on it, isn't it?
1: Shut up. I'm about to tell you. Hearts and Time,
2: Nice.
1: Magic Touch. Ragdoll. Simaria. Dude Looks Like a Lady. St. John. Side 2. I Yeah, it's, it's nice to say Side 2 and it's a thing. Hangman Jury. Girl Keeps Coming Apart. Angel. Permanent Vacation. I'm Down. The Beatles cover. That's... Um,
0: oh, we mentioned that here. The
1: movie.
2: There you go. There you
0: go. I think the first Aerosmith I heard was when they played Donnington and Radio 1 broadcast it, and they did a lot of those songs then. I think Jimmy Page joined them, and they played Train Kept a Rolling, and at the end of it, Steve Tyler said, and if you want me to cut this out, I will, but he said, I don't know about you, but my dick got hard. <laughs> Right. So next page, Rick Allen drum special. Rick Allen is obviously the guy from Def Leppard who lost an arm, and he's mostly talking about using electronic drums. So an inspiring story for us all. Can
1: probably drum better than us Um, because if um, anyone listening is interested, we are we're we're drummers. We can we can say we're drummers now. I mean we're we're adults who are learning. We're learning with a teacher who... He teaches other adults, but he predominantly teaches kids. Um, But we're learning because, you know...
0: What was he saying um, tonight? He was just teaching like a seven-year-old?
1: Seven-year-old, yeah, who had to... Seven-year-old who had to push the seat down so much because his little feet wouldn't touch the pedals. Um, And then he has to deal with us, which... It's probably more frustrating
0: patience of a fucking saint
1: um yeah so we're learning drums and we're up to grade 4 at the moment um so
0: so yeah if you want more inter- uh, drums <laughs> <laughs> Or more on our drum progress uh tune in it, for future episodes
1: yeah it would be very um, at some point
0: we might have to get to grade 5
1: you're better than me um you are. No. Oh, looky! You you did that look On then, some like things. no, you did that look like. Yeah, no, I know, yeah, I but I can't say it. On something, um, I am. I think, yeah, no, you're better. You are. You're really good at it. You're better at
0: reading than I am.
1: Uh, you're. You've got a more drummer um, attitude persona about you. I'm. I've got a stick up my ass and. It's hard to play a drum with a stick of your heart, isn't it? It's
0: It's not part of the usual kit.
1: No, but you're more like, let's just do it. Let's just have, you know, and I'm more, no, wait, this has, I need to, I'm too sticking my heart about it. So, yeah, I need to relax more.
0: One of the things our teacher said to us, and I'll never forget this, he said, you can't just wiggle your hands and hope for the best. And I realised that not just drumming, but literally everything in my life I've been just wiggling my hands and hoping for the best.
1: That's not true. You're an artist as well. well He's an artist.
0: And I wiggle my hands with a pencil. And,
1: and create art. If I wiggle my hands, it doesn't create the same things. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. Uh, so the Metal Hammer classifieds. <laughs> There's one personal ad. Okay. So Maybe. Fee- female, I'm already interested, HR, HM fan. Seek similar guy, 25 plus, Mm. who likes kids.
1: Right. You're a little bit beyond 25.
0: (laughs) Well, I imagine she is now.
1: And... uh, This is
0: 35 years ago. We
1: decided not to have kids and have cats instead. So, um, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, you might be the same age as now. It might might be okay.
0: I wasn't 25 in 88. How old are you? I was 16.
1: Oh, okay. In which case...
0: Well, I didn't like kids. I mean, I don't like kids now, and I certainly didn't like kids then, so I don't think I would be okay. up for sharing feelings and interests.
1: Feelings and interests?
0: Uh, but the PO Box number is still there if you want to uh, get in touch with...
1: Well, I hope that she found someone new at the time than... 2023. I sure she hope she, she's not still waiting. She should have just gone to a oh, rock God. club and just hung out. her. We were looking at this the other day, and there's a Metal Hammer quiz on here mm-hmm. where you fill in some answers to some clues, and then some of the letters spell out another
0: word. You, yeah, you get, six, you get
1: the general. There's concept. six
0: questions, and they filled out five yeah, of them. The
1: person who gifted these to me has filled out everything but the last the last word three letters begins with d um and anyone who um is even remotely interested into this kind of music will know that that's do but the person who filled this out couldn't be bothered doing the i and the o to give I mean, I, and I can't even fill it in now because the, I feel like the, the world will
0: implode. Short Rocker Under the Rainbow. So you don't it wasn't need even a obscure. clue.
1: You don't need a clue for that.
0: It could be Dan
1: with Rio. <laughs> but didn't fill it in. Wasn't important.
0: Okay. So we got some record reviews. We've got Bon Jovi, New Jersey. That gets four stars. Dozy, Doisy. Uh Doisy. Motorhead, No Sleep At All. That gets five stars. Well... They're heavily featured
1: in this. Of course, they're going to give it five stars.
0: Uh, There's a ton of other reviews, which I'm not going to bore you with. (laughs) Um, There's a live report of uh, Slayer and Nuclear Assault in Dublin. And the thing I pulled out of this was uh, Nuclear Assault. I've got a song called Buttfuck.
1: Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Mum, we've got a new album out. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. What's on it? Oh, we've got a couple of songs. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what like you know, like that one you played me the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got some other ones. I like some new ones. Oh, that's what, what like, well, but fuck, is one of them. Um, yeah. See you later. Then. bye. It's a ballad. It's about you know. I'm not going to go. No. Move on because I'm going to get too graphic accidentally. Uh,
0: so there's an interview with Mike Muir from Suicidal Tendencies. Now, okay. are you aware of Suicidal Tendencies?
1: I'm aware of them.
0: Now, the, th- the thing... He
1: looks a bit 90s, yeah. from my 80s. Um,
0: Absolutely, yeah. He yeah.
1: looks total 90s this, in that. You know, if
0: you'd said Limp Biscuit, you wouldn't have had an eyelid, you know. I mean, that's like late 90s, early 2000s, isn't it?
1: I mean, he's, he's wearing a string vest. It's
0: Yeah, I mean, you know. It's... it's
1: an interesting look, but he looks 90s. He's wearing the short sleeves over the long sleeves. Um, which I still do to this day, which I didn't realise went out of fashion. Like, oh God, I don't even know how long...
0: Anybody who's... Anybody wears that, because that's just... It makes sense. The, The thing I always think about suicidal tendencies is they've got an album called How Will I Laugh Tomorrow When I Can't Even Smile Today? And oh well, that's sad. Well it's it's like that's a great angsty teenage title, right?
1: They need to get on my good mental health playlist,
0: don't they? <laughs> and the cover of the album is they're like in a graveyard outside a mausoleum, but under a very beautiful blue Californian sky. <laughs> like the, the sky yeah, really bit... undercuts the mood of the gloom. They look
1: so 90s. And he's got his bandana pulled um really far like yeah, his, he can't see his mum it's like he's he's put it down like on his head he's like this is cool and then he's thought you know what would be cooler put it right down over my eyes I can't see you but that's how you know that I'm you know serious about my craft uh, on look,
2: the facing
1: nice page, ha- nice hair yeah. he's got nice hair yeah you yeah. good dancer nice, nice looking guy good hair
0: so on the facing page you've got a uh, thing about dogs damn war well, and it, literally only talks about the amount they drink and then there's something about a band called Egypt that I've never heard of I don't think I have but it does mention that they've done a cover of Crazy Horses by the Osmonds nice and I, I, li- s- and I listen to this
1: I still can't believe how good Crazy Horses by the Osmonds yeah. is yeah. you you once put that you when you made a CD for me once you put it on there and I think I didn't sort of understand that it was the Osmond it's the weirdest thing Thing I think that exists because yeah. I mean, it's, I've, I've got it's one of the most against, amazing got,
0: singles ever released. I've
1: got nothing against the Osman's in their natural state. Yeah, but this song they? is no, not necessarily. They just do what they do.
0: But it's just. Did you like love me for a reason and stuff? Shit like that.
1: Yeah, but that's only bad because of the. the um, who was it? Boys Own or something? Westlife was
0: it? Okay. Yeah, but they sucked way before Westlife ever sucked. But Crazy Horses We're oh, not
1: me? here to shittle over No, hands. Actually, yeah. We're not.
0: Yeah. I take that back. So the Osmond <laughs> serve a purpose. Yes. Uh, but they did an amazing song, Crazy Horses. And I've heard a lot of covers of Crazy Horses. But the funny thing is, like none of them are as mad as the original. It's just a, a, a absolute it's bonkers. Really album. Good. They've got another song called Hold Her Tight, which almost sounds Hold like her tight. Hold Her Tight. And it's not as good as Crazy Horses, but it's 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 pretty amazing if you only know, you know, all their kind of middle of the road stuff. It sounds a bit like the immigrant song, the, the rhythm section. Yeah. check it out kids if you haven't <laughs> next page uh, we've got a feature about DARE right Okay. are you aware of the, the band DARE
1: no when you said DARE I was thinking that DARE like anti-drugs movement or whatever it was
0: oh I don't know that
1: it's DARE anti-drugs movement DARE
0: DARE to
1: resist drugs and violence
0: drug abuse resistance education there you go yeah I don't think they're affiliated with the band Dare.
1: Um, no, no, I don't. I just when you said that eighty started in eighty three in L A. So this would have actually been a thing. Um,
0: well, bringing it back so, to it back to Lemmy um,
1: sounds so wrong when you say Lemmy now. <laughs>
0: The, the singer and kind of creator of Dare is a guy called Darren Wharton, who, who was a keyboard player in Thin Lizzy. And he said Hi he yeah. ran into Lemmy yep. at Donington, and Lemmy named the band Dare. Okay. So it's, it's, you know, it all comes back to Lemmy. Now, the thing most people know about Dare is the keyboard player in Dare was Brian Cox, the, you know, Physicist? heartthrob dork. That everyone seems to like You know, everyone says Oh, he used to be in D-Ream Before he was in D-Ream He was in Dare I do
1: not know that And he was in D-Ream
0: Yeah Well, D-Ream's the one he talks about I mean, they're all right They're sort of soft rock Um, And I listened to one of their songs And they've got a bit of a sort of Irish jig bit in the middle of it Which is obviously That's the sort of Thin Lizzy uh, link And I think I remember Hearing them live on the radio and they've got a song which is a tribute to Phil Lynner called "King of Spades," and I remembered it as "King of Space," which is a much better title. But "King of Spades," like "Spade" is like a a racial slur, so that's not a great title, is it?
1: Oh well, no, for
0: Phil Lynner, but you know, they're, they're I mean, he, probably he knew the man. thinking
1: of the Cards,
0: yeah, but you know, I think "King of Space" is a really good title. And for all these years I've thought that was the title. I also watched one of their videos and you know how bands when they have a kind of hot rock bitch in the yeah. video, one of theirs has got Machinamic, uh Shelley from Twin Peaks.
1: Oh, yeah. you like her, don't you? Well <laughs> when I used to go on to um your room in a shared house, um, you had a poster for me I, on I... your wall that I had to
0: Stare at a lot. I had a Twin Peaks poster, uh, which, which <laughs> you know, every, everyone in the early 90s I knew either had the major name poster or who uh, uh, was the other girl from Twin Peaks.
1: You had something else on your wall. You had her and you had, you had what? someone else.
0: The Return of the Jedi poster. Right. And I had a Pearl Jam poster. We... <laughs> <laughs> because I was. I think this was the late 90s, but I was still living in the early 90s. <laughs> Sherilyn Fenn
1: was the
0: other girl that you know. They were the two posters, and you know, if you live through the. Why are
1: you smiling so much? You annoy me now.
0: (laughs) If you're stop (laughs) remembering her and smiling so much. If you're allowed to want to be Mrs. Alice Cooper in the last episode, okay. uh, I'm allowed to. Right. No,
2: but I was (laughs) like in
0: 1992 or whenever it was. I bought that poster. Okay uh there's a there's an article about comics okay uh, crisis um, it doesn't make it sound very interesting though it's talking about third world war and it's um such provocative subjects as the dumping of industrial waste, the destruction of the South American rainforest, and the way soft drinks manufacturers are keenly exploiting third world nations and it does, doesn't sound fun does doesn't it?
1: sound fun but
0: I mean, they were trying to make the point that they're there for grown-ups now. But come on, sometimes you just want Judge Dread. So on the back page, there's a there's a thing called Backstabber, and I think we need a content warning for this this part because I'm going to read this out, and if you have a sensitive disposition, you may want to avert your ears from this part.
1: Oh my god! Right, so re- well, this might be where the podcast goes to some other topic <laughs> because I've told you to cut it out.
0: Cancellation. Um, so if, like us at Metal Hammer HQ, you believe everything you read in the sport, so this is oh
1: well, yeah, obviously. the daily
0: sport, um, yeah, then you would exist. have been equally as engrossed in the bedroom antics of model and intimate friend of the backstabber, Julie Wilson, who claims to have bonk, been bonked bow-legged by oh, poison gosh. lead throat Brett Michaels. Lovely. The innocent, home-loving girl from Newcastle. So imagine the Newcastle accent. Um,
1: oh, I, was a, I was gonna do a really I don't know what would have I think probably like I don't who knows what would have come out of my mouth then. Um, I
0: can't do accents, so so
1: it wouldn't have been
0: it says she was initiated in the Babylonic Hollywood mm-hmm. lifestyle first via LA Guns bonker Tracy Guns, okay. who didn't get yes. his as the eloquent jewels explained. Quote, I'd strip off naked and have a kiss and a cuddle, but I didn't want to go the whole way with him and it drove him pretty mad. <laughs> Don't worry. End quote. Don't worry, Jules. He was always like that. As for Brett, apart from having a waterbed with no water, it was very hard, revealed our fun-loving Geordie. Brett told me he had the same motto for the bed as and his assets. Quote, it's not that big, but it's always hard apparently
1: can we go back to the water bed with no water
0: i mean that what's the point of that
1: like a rubber sheet
0: it's just a rubber sheet on the floor i mean this poor woman apparently the quote muscle band rockers weirdest whim was wait for it to keep nattering nattering (laughs) is this form of another is this another form of i i like
1: to natter Maybe it maybe would have worked out. Our
0: Jules is referring to Brett's inability to keep his laughing gear closed. He talked dirty when we were <laughs> at it. And oh, I, yeah. I couldn't Woo. get a word in edgeways.
1: All right. Hang on. I can imagine that.
0: Talk dirty. Is this all beginning to smell of a publicity scam? So there you go. Some grotesque uh, information Woo. about Brett Michaels and Tracy Guns. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the things we were going to talk about was Rock of Love, wasn't it?
1: Rock of Love the was um, infamous. We were car crash big. Yeah, pretend we want. We were big fans of Rock of Love.
0: When was Rock of Love?
1: That was a long time ago. That was an upsetting amount of time. That was probably fifteen years ago.
0: The
1: if not longer, seventeen. I bet. Um, yeah, Rock of Love was really good. It was Brett Michaels um earnest search for um love. true love by piling a load of women <laughs> drunken strippers basically into a into a house that was full of booze. It was um he had a bedroom weirdly. It was just like a, he had do there was a stripper pole in there. Um I, no judgment obviously but um there were like four series I, yeah, and he, you know, and then he really made friends with Heather. wasn't Heather didn't get through. She didn't get to be with him. But was she series one? He made friends of her enough for her to then appear on other series to help him pick the girl. It was so weird, um, but it was amazing. It was truly amazing, and it was that amazing that Eminem did a um, pastiche of it in one of his videos. I did
2: not know
1: that. Yeah, you. you um, Google Eminem um rock of love and you'll see Eminem just as but Michaels and um we made you okay
0: oh right well, <laughs> yeah. yes I do
1: um,
0: <laughs> with bandana and cowboy hat
1: it's it's yeah. so amazing and it's so good the the best part my my favorite bit of rock of love was when he'd wheeled it down to I think three. Potential love interests, um, and I believe he was. I mean, he was definitely kissing them all, but I believe other stuff was happening with them all because uh, you have to obviously uh, be sure. And um there was one; they they all brought their parents in because you really want your parents to witness that spectacle. So he they all brought their parents in, and then he spent some time with the, the woman and her parents. And um this one girl was like an actual fan of Poison. She was a genuine fan and she like really liked him. Um and he for some reason thought it would be a good date, um, for him, her and her parents to watch a video of Poison. I don't think it was um, Poison, I think
0: it was his solo. Oh, that
1: that's even worse. That's worse.
0: Yeah. Um
1: and she was like into it and she was enjoying it and like she was just into it. She was like enjoying it. She was like, mm-hmm. like you know, exactly how you'd want. But then he was getting really annoyed at her for not paying enough attention to, like, him. Even though she or was watching him? She was watching him next to him and enjoying him, but he was, like, getting really weird about the fact that she was just into this performance. Um, So, yeah. Um, so he ditched her? I think that was Lacey. I've got a feeling that was Lacey. Lacey Rock of Love, let We're, me see. I'll, I mean, I'll know we are going to have to have a full a...
0: episode about this because...
1: Lacey
0: Rock of Love.
1: It was 100% that was Lacey. There's, yeah. there's
0: so many of these women um, you have to keep track of. It's like four series.
1: My favourite was that girl with the um, blonde hair but with a pink bit in her hair. Jess. Jess. Yeah? Because um, if I had to pick her, I'd have gone with Jess. Um... And then there was obviously Heather. These girls have stayed with me. Um, <laughs> so I mean,
0: we were changed. By we've
1: that uh, yeah, it was brilliant. We should watch that again now. Yeah, um, Lacey, Heather, and Jess. Because I it mean, is, that'll be
0: the most iconic one. But it gets madder as it goes. Because like one of them, he goes on tour. They're like driving around in a bus.
1: Yeah. Because if you put a load of junk girls in a bus together who are fighting over one man, that's definitely there's there's no issue there.
0: <laughs> the most horrific point is the rare moments when he took his bandana off.
1: No, I think just his just his hat was sometimes enough to be put the hat back on. Um, I I love Brett Michaels. Yeah, and, and I, I skinny would bop is a
0: tune. They're not. I would um, poison. Of
1: course we're not. Poison are the only band that I have not seen live that I will. On my deathbed, will be regret regretting that that is the situation. Um, but yeah, so absolutely no disrespect to Brett Michaels because I love him, but um, fucking hell, mental, <laughs>
0: right? So, so, that's, so that's the end of, of the issue end of, of Metal Hammer. Yeah, so
1: Metal Hammer, fe- it did feature in there. Yeah,
0: there was there was parts. Come we
1: on, about it. we did. We went from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, um, but so your homework is going and watching Limmy on either Twitch or YouTube. Yeah. Um,
0: there's Limmy, there's Rockin' Robin versus Smells Like Teen Spirit, and there's yeah. the entirety of all four seasons of Rock of Love. Rock of Love, yeah. And so that's that's your homework. Yeah. yeah, so we'll catch you next time. So
1: please do follow us on Instagram. Um, we hopefully will be doing a YouTube channel at some point um, when we can get around to it um and so we would really really appreciate you following us on there and um show us some love because we're lonely so which is why we're doing this um <laughs> so you know like stuff share stuff comment talk to us um we would uh really like to interact with you so um yeah catch you over there and on the next episode
0: yeah so see you from can I pod with madness? Um, was yeah, I've taught, I meant to sing? Yeah, I thought. I thought. You know, our relationship is so you good. Just... I could look no, at you, you just... and you would say it with me. You.
1: Oh, no, sorry.
0: Okay. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Right.
1: Bye. This is for
2: Maggie.
0: Maggie come and feel
2: feel this moment. moment